Hey folks, it's us with another episode. Brandy's looking at something that she found in her head. What? Or it seemed like you did. It's like you itched your scalp and then looked at your fingernail. It's like, am I bleeding? Or something like that. No, it's just I keep forgetting I got blue printer ink on my finger. Oh, right. So I'm like, oh, my fingernail's dirty. But no, it's just blue printer ink that will never go away. Yeah, Brandy's right now obsessed with planners. <sighs> not planters, but planners. Don't. Let's not. Let's go not get there. into that. No, because this will turn into a much longer segment than it needs Ooh, to be. Ooh, next episode? Oh. Or too annoying? Do, do obsessions. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just make that the topic. Fucking happy planners. God damn it, Becky. Yeah. But yeah, we had sticker paper, so I've been making custom Marvel Legendary cards. Yeah, very cool. Trying to work out a system of getting the sticker actually on the card. That seems to be the major trick. Maybe not peel off the whole backing. Peel off part of the backing. Yeah. And attach that part to and the card correctly and then peel off the rest of it. Kind of like when you apply a Band-Aid. Yeah. That might work. Hmm. It's a Worth a shot. work in progress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so here we are. Um, we did a legendary Marvel playthrough, as our title probably suggests. Yep. And so we have that feature later on. I don't know how entertaining it's going to be listening to us play a game, but it's there. Well, hopefully as entertaining as it was listening to Jim Moon do a book, choose-your-own-adventure RPG sort of thing. Well, at least it's got a narrative to it, but yeah. then the way we play Marvel Legendary is we attach a narrative. We could probably even do that more because there are names to the cards and stuff. Oh, yes. That suggest what is actually taking place. Dun-dun-dun. Like, there's one Cyclops card that I think is called Unending Energy or something like that. Mm. Where you can like play the card and just set it aside and play it the next round too. Yep. <laughs> Something like that. So yeah, I've been building Jessica Jones, Squirrel Girl that you reminded me to do, mm-hmm. Brother Voodoo. Yep. I did a Purple Man as a... <sighs> Scary. Yep. Scary. Should design henchmen too. Just some anti-mutant people or something. But yeah, anyhow, that's going to be later on. But I thought this would be a good opportunity to get in our review of the Black Panther movie. Black Panther. Black Panther movie. Uh, I've seen it twice. You've seen it once. I have seen it once. And it's amazing. There were people who were complaining about the rhinoceri. Rhinoceroses. The armored rhinoceri? Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the polar bears in the Golden Compass. Well, it's it's just kind of like, have you seen a rhinoceros run? Because that's pretty much how they run. Oh, was that the complaint? Uh, They said that the rhinoceroses didn't look real enough. Huh. I'm like, what? Because you know exactly how a rhinoceros looks and moves? They're fucking endangered. What do you know? Well, I think it's kind of an uncanny uncanny valley thing because they're armored. Yeah. And you're not accustomed to looking at an armored rhinoceros, so it tweaks your brain. Yeah. But whatever. I didn't have any... It, it was interesting. I've heard from a bunch of sources that Wakanda is as if 
there was never a colonialism in Africa. Yep. If we just left Africa alone to its mm -hmm. own devices and developed their own technology, Wakanda is what that would be. Yeah, because that's what it literally is. They yeah. pretend to be a third world. Third They pretend to be a third A third world. It's <laughs> third They a pretend to be a third a third country. Yep. Meanwhile, hiding the advances of technology for that very reason, because of white colonization. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of white people that were, like, upset that Wakanda was hiding all this. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you not know history? Yeah, so, uh, a yeah. bunch of history is people taking resources out of Africa. Mm -hmm. Including oil, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oil, gold, silver, diamonds. People. People. So, you know, the history of colonialism is the raping and pillaging of Africa. Yeah, and they were smart enough to not let that happen. Yeah, and then to have Wakanda and introduce this interesting element, you know, vibranium and all the different things it can do. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, if you read the Marvel wiki on vibranium, it does like six different things. Yeah. I think even Doctor Doom's outfits vibranium because it harnesses his magical power. So and amplifies it. How does that guy travel? Because he can't get through airport security. He's <laughs> pretty much that was so dumb. The was baron of his own country. I'm pretty sure he's got his own flights. Okay. Yeah. If you, if, but even even with flights, that you still have to get in and out of the airport. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What is it called? There's still FAA regulations. Oh. Diplomatic immunity? Yeah, diplomatic immunity was what I was trying to think of because, you know, he's Baron Victor Von Doom of Latveria. Imagine he can just go in and out of airports as he chooses. Yeah, anyway. It the was thing just... is, wouldn't everybody know he's a supervillain? I know, right? That's it's... weird. Mm -hmm. So, Anyhow, anyway, we back... got off topic. Back to Wakanda. Yeah, maybe one day we'll have a decent Doctor Doom on screen. Yes. Yes, Wakanda, I like the visualization, the expression of Wakanda, how they created it, manifested it on screen. Showed villages and streets, you know. You brought up something is that even with the skyscrapers, they have this kind of hatched, you know, thatch hatch-like look to them. You mean thatched hut? Thatch hut, yeah. Yeah. They do, they do have that sort of archaeological, not archaeological, architectural. <laughs> architectural. I know. Wow. Our language are, is really off this we morning. We are having bad, bad Headache for one thing. So much headache. Yeah, because there'd be little bits of like wood or whatever, metal sticking out the sides of it and these posts. Yeah. So. Like, and, and like there were, there would be like balconies that had like that thatched roof sort of thing over it, except mm -hmm. it wasn't made like of wood and straw. Yeah. So, yeah. The colorful murals in the laboratory. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so super plus on how they designed Wakanda, brought that to life. Mm -hmm. The women are awesome. Oh, my God, yes. The all-female army is actually based on an actual African all-female army. Mm -hmm. It was once known as the most dangerous women in the world. Yep. They would freaking behead you. Yeah. So, that was a cool representation. Yes, the Dora Milaje. Yeah. They're super cool. The general of which is basically T'Challa's main bodyguard. I can't talk. My no, God. I, and these names I'm going to get wrong anyway because mm. I have access to them right now. Well, I know the main ones. Yeah. His sister is adorable. Shuri. Basically. Oh, Shuri. There's another comparison people made with James Bond. Mm. Like the Black Panther is like the African James Bond and his sister is his cue. 
Mm. Designing special suits and other technology for him. Yeah, sort of. Except there's not a lot of uh, intrigue and espionage going on because he's just the Black Panther. Yeah, well, he's defending his own country. Yeah. Much as, you know, an MI6 might. Yeah, but different. Yeah. Just, I mean, because James Bond, you know, he has to fight, whereas Black Panther, should he choose to, could just kill everyone in his path. True. Well, license to kill. Yeah, but he went off book for that. Yeah. He did that against orders, against his country's wishes, against MI6's wishes, <laughs> against America's wishes. He basically defied everyone to do that. But you can still see the, the similarities. I mean, there yeah. are differences, too. I'm not saying they're identical. I'm just no, saying that the globetrotting aspect of it, the technology aspect of it, there is some degree of espionage because you are dealing with the real politic. But at least they have ships that can cloak, so they can yeah. really go anywhere they so, want. So, yeah, super, yeah, nice science fiction aspects to it where he's basically flying around in a spaceship, more or less. It's pretty cool. Kind of reminds you of the Quinjets. It does, and it it's probably makes uh, Tony Stark's Iron Man suit look like a toy. <laughs> yeah. So the women are awesome. His girlfriend's awesome. Nakia. Nakia. I know that's her name because it reminds me of the Finnish cell phone. Yeah, Nokia. Nokia. Nakia. I think it's actually pronounced Nakia, and the Americans mispronounce it. Yeah, it could be, but it's not spelled the same yeah, way. Nokia phones. Uh, yeah, I my one of my favorite parts is when he goes to get her uh -huh. to save her, which she doesn't need saving. No, she does not. Uh, and the first time he sees her, he he actually freezes. And Okoye even says, uh, "Don't freeze." Yeah. And he's like, "I never freeze." <laughs> and then he sees her, and he's go, "Nakia, <laughs> yep, hi." <laughs> and then some guy pulls a gun on them. <laughs> it was just it was adorable. Yep. And then, of course, when they get back, Shori asks, did he freeze? Like an antelope in headlights. <laughs> it's so, so African. Uh -huh. I love it. Yep. The women really steal the show. Mm -hmm. You could have a movie just about them. Oh, yeah. And but, I would watch every second of it. Yep. I love to see women kicking ass. I thought Black Panther himself was a bit overshadowed by mm. other people, by the villain, by the women. And I figured it's because we already saw his arc. Yeah. His arc was in Civil, Civil War. War. And it was a really great arc because he started as being devoted to vengeance only. Mm -hmm. Find who killed my father and destroy him. Mm -hmm. And then when at the end he realizes that vengeance is a dead end. You know, there's there's no purpose to it. We already saw that arc, and it was a really great arc, and I really liked Black Panther in Civil War. Oh, it was a great introduction. He also has an arc in Black Panther, but it's a bit more passive. It's about deciding what kind of king you want to be. Well, yeah, but that's that's naturally where the story is going yeah. to go, because now that Civil War is over, and now that he's returning home to become king, that's the natural progression. Yeah, but it's hard to grasp that without being a leader yourself, you know? So it's hard to relate as well i think to that one is how are you going to lead your country I... so i had a hard time like grasping that arc and holding on to it and and actually relating to black panther in the film mm. i didn't have a problem with that yeah. because well spoilers guys well we yeah this is spoilers. a full-on yeah review because when he finds out what his father did, yeah. that basically he killed his brother and left his brother's child to no one, that yeah. kid had to make it on his own, mm -hmm. that is not cool. And T'Challa had 
revered his father so much. Mm -hmm. And when he finds that out, it completely shifts all of his perceptions of his father, of his family, of his people, of leadership, everything. Yeah, it does pull the rug out from under him. And already the reason he split with his girlfriend was they had different views of what Wakanda should be like in the world. Mm -hmm. Should it remain this isolated, private country just pretending to be a third world country? A third country. Third world country. (laughs) Or should it actually come into the forefront and become one of the global leaders and introduce its technology, introduce its politics to the world? So, yeah, he was on a a fulcrum and yeah at the end you see him actually you know all of wakanda coming out to the world you know it's like this is wakanda this is our country well and he's he's the one that makes that decision after he almost dies lost son comes back eric Uh uh-huh comes back and basically challenges him and beats him in hand-to-hand combat and basically dumps him off the waterfall and i'm like oh didn't see a body he ain't dead yep and he becomes king, and then their strength, the Black Panther strength, comes from the ingesting this heart-shaped herb. Yep. And which is infused with vibranium, and he orders the whole thing burned. But upon fleeing the city, Nakia and Shuri and Mom, whose name I cannot remember, um, Shur- uh, <laughs> Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett, <laughs> brilliant, love her. Nakia jumps down into the chamber and grabs one of the herbs before they're all destroyed. Yep. And then, and so they go, they go to Mbaku for Israel. Yep. The ape mm, tribe. Mbaku. They have been separated from the west of uh, the rest of Wakanda for centuries. Yeah, basically over a split on how to rule. Yeah. So they've remained a separate tribe. Yeah, they they don't really use technology and stuff like that, and they poo poo. The rest of Wakanda for doing so. Yeah, they're very traditional. But uh, it turns out that uh, they found T'Challa. Now, this is the part that gets me. M'Baku. That guy. M'Baku. That, he he makes a joke about how he's going to feed Ross, not Ross, um... I can't the remember his CIA, name. CIA yeah, guy. Martin Freeman yep. is going to feed him if he speaks again. He'll feed him to his children, and then he laughs and says, "Nah, we're vegetarians." Mm-hmm. But then he says that a fisherman found T'Challa. Maybe they're piscatel. What piscatel? Pescatarian. Pescatarian. Whatever the fish eaters are. But then why didn't he say pescatarians? Because uh, he's from an ape tribe and. <laughs> Anyway, that's one of those things. It's like, wait a second. Anyway, what I'm getting at is that they give the herb to T'Challa and he goes back to the ancestral land and he confronts all of his ancestors. And he is, this is one of the most powerful scenes for me. He is so upset. He's like, you were wrong. And I am not going to let this stand. I'm fixing this because you fucked this up. Yep. And it's something that could have just, it would have destroyed Wakanda. Mm-hmm. It would have destroyed Wakanda and if, if they, Eric had continued yeah, to be king. If they just owned up to their own issues then and there mm-hmm. and brought Eric to Wakanda, perhaps they could have nipped it in the bud. It was a bit like Ivanhoe, where the title character for part of the movie is incapacitated. Mm-hmm. So when uh, Black Panther is defeated and stuffed in a snow a bunch of snow until they can revive him with the heart-shaped herb. 
That was a bit odd. Because I thought that was an odd bit of Ivanhoe. I was like, okay, this whole section of the book has Ivanhoe, like, not even in the story. He's, like, in a prison somewhere. Well, that that actually made perfect sense to me. Because everybody thinks he's dead. The royal family is fleeing. Yeah. And now Eric's taking over, and he's immediately deciding, we're sending vibranium weapons to all our war dogs out yep. there, and we're going to take over the world. Yeah, if you go by a five-act structure, it's the low point when he's been defeated and when Eric's taken over. You know, it's about as bad as it can get. There are some very interesting things that happen in this, because Nakia goes to Okoye and basically assumes that Okoye is going to go on the run with them, and she's like, no. My duty is to the throne, no matter who sits in it. Yep. And she's like, even if, you know, this guy killed your king in ritual combat. And she's like, yes. Yeah, that's said. the tradition. Like, yeah. Nakia is thinking that that shouldn't matter. No, it does matter because these are the rules. Yeah. The way I look at it, the general and her army fight for the country. Mm -hmm. The people like related to Black Panther fight for him, the monarch. Yes. Those are not necessarily the same thing. No. The country is not always the monarch. But she did say her loyalty was to the throne, no matter who sat in it. Yeah, but I think what they meant by that was not the person in the throne, the throne itself, which is Wakanda. Yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, I was right. Uh, Martin Freeman's character is called Ross. Okay. Because there are other uh, Rosses in the Marvel Universe, so that could yeah. be confusing. Also, it's proven again by Okoye when they're having the big battle with the people who have sided with Eric and her lover, Wakabi, played by Daniel Kaluuya. Nice to see you, buddy. Basically, it comes down to between the two of them. And he's on one of the armored rhinos and running straight at her. And she just stands there yep. protecting both Nakia and Shuri. The, the rhino just stops and licks her face because <laughs> he loves her. And so he gets down and she basically tells him, you know, drop your arms and all these things. He's like, you would kill me, my love. And she says, for Wakanda without question yep yeah and his whole deal is because i think the most or one of the times claw was stealing vibranium from wakanda killed his parents killed his parents so yeah i understand why wakabi is upset but at the same time it's the same thing vengeance solves nothing mm -hmm. it doesn't make you feel better it doesn't bring back your loss and if it does make you feel better you need to examine yourself and another comparison i've heard over and across various podcasts and such is the approach to like black leadership mm -hmm. in the world and how you have this kind of militant way of going about it with warmonger mm -hmm. and then you have the more enlightened kind of mandela approach to it with you know black panther and how those confront one another it's an interesting villain with eric his origin story is very strong and i understand that when he actually had wakanda under his control this is the country that killed his father mm -hmm. and so i could see how he could not be sympathetic to the people of wakanda but at the same time, if his viewpoint is to raise up black people across the world, wouldn't that also include Wakanda? Yes, so it's a bit it would. hypocritical. Well, and that's the thing, he doesn't see it that way. He doesn't he is the hero of his story. Yeah. He sees himself as a hero. Right. And once he attains that power, he becomes a tyrant. Yes. And he is out to destroy basically anyone who isn't black. Right. 
but at the same time destroying black people within Wakanda by doing what he's doing. Yes. And, yeah, and, and he seems he to be blind to he's that. He's completely blind to that. He is not treating Wakandans the same way as he feels about the rest of the world yep. because they killed his father, and he can't, he's got that blind spot mm-hmm. there. He's a complex character. He's not just all about, yep. I'm just going to come in and kill all the white people. That's not his sole purpose. He's got layers. Yeah, like an onion. He does have layers like an onion, but I think they could have gone even further with him. They could have, but they only had two hours. That's true, because at the same time, it's like, what you told me about his character in the comic was even more intriguing, because this is somebody with, like, a PhD in engineering. Many PhDs. And, you know, he's he's also intellectual. And that's, like, my major issue with Black Panther. I love it. I love the technology. I love the look of it. But there's, like, certain story things is how they determine a leader is that traditional hand-on-hand battle that bothers me a lot that it, you can become the leader of wakanda by having royal blood and beating up whoever's currently in line well my personal feeling is that that tradition is going to end with right. t'challa it should because it's stupid. Uh, yes, it should, especially after what happened mm. with yeah. Eric. They're going to change that. Yeah, because that's definitely a way of hanging a lantern on it. Is look what this tradition has wrought. Mm-hmm. We need to like have an essay writing contest. Yeah. You know, don't make it f- physical power that determines who's leading. Have, the have a debate. Mm-hmm. And I could understand if he kept his Black Panther power during the combat. If you can defeat him with the powers of the Black Panther, then yes, you could, should probably lead, but they take that power away during mm-hmm. the combat. Yeah, but it, but physical combat is not a determination of a good leader. Exactly. So why do they base yeah. their government on that? And that, again, it was all about tradition, yeah. a tradition that they now see is flawed, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure they're going to change that. Yeah. Because... There is no particular virtue in doing things the way they've always been done. Exactly. I'm glad we're on the same page on that one because I thought that would uh, annoy you that I found that to be no, an no, no. issue. No, I think that they purposely <laughs> did that. Okay. They purposely shone a lantern on this saying, look what happened mm-hmm. because you have this tradition that you won't let go of. This tradition that in this day and age makes little sense. Actually makes no sense. It Let's be honest. It doesn't make any it sense. It makes no sense sense it goes back to the middle ages when you'd have rights of combat if you had any kind of dispute mm-hmm. and like game of thrones does this where you could assign a challenger mm-hmm. to represent you and the gods determined who won that's not the way it works no and when and i understand that you need to that if the king is the black panther then you need to have physical prowess however there are other ways to determine mm-hmm. that through training yeah yeah and you know through strength challenges whatever it doesn't necessarily mean you have to Kill your, well, kill or yield was technically it. It doesn't mean you have to have hand-to-hand combat with the current leader. It just makes no sense to me. I could see it being part of several challenges, but Mm -hmm. being the single most challenge, like the the one challenge, challenge is annoying. Have an essay writing contest. Have have an oral speech you have to do have like all these other things have you know a technological challenge i mean if are you technologically capable well exactly and that's why i think that that's going to change i think that was purposely done simply because yes tradition is valuable however (laughs) when it causes a tyrant to become your king you need to re-examine the way you do things and that is 
everything that T'Challa stands for in this movie yep. is re-examining the way that kings rule and everything else about Wakanda and their contact with the world. He literally changes everything. <laughs> yeah. And how about the ending when uh, they've determined to invest in black communities and to mm -hmm. have I loved it. technology exchanges and that sort of thing? Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. Taking condemned parts of town and buying up all the mm -hmm. buildings and creating help centers and youth centers and outreach programs and just, yeah, that's how you do it. Well, it's all about opportunity and there's institutionalized racism everywhere. Everywhere. Things that just prevent you from progressing is like your education ends here. Mm-hmm. Or that police were more likely to pull over this person than that person, more likely to imprison this person than that person. Well, just for instance, uh, New York cops are under scrutiny now for having more, like 90% of their drug arrests being black people. Now, mm -hmm. you know that not 90% of the people using drugs mm -hmm. are black people. Well, there's another <laughs> thing that um, the sentencing for crack would be far longer than for cocaine. Yeah, it makes no sense. Because cocaine is a high-class drug where rich people use it. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to imprison the poor people longer than we're going to imprison the rich people. Yeah, it's yeah. disgusting. And it's still, it's still, no matter if it's the same crime, if it's when it's a drug crime, white people still get shorter sentences. Mm -hmm. There's still so much bias in this world, in this country. If they even get arrested at all, they might go away with a warning. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. Yeah, so Which it's is... nice to see Black Panther like addressing those sort of things. Oh my god, all the racist people that came out of the woodwork for this movie. All the ones oh posting uh, photos, fake photos of people being beat up and saying there was a riot outside of Black Panther. And then no. being the same people complaining about fake news, you can't have it both ways. No. You can't it's... say that the liberals are being, you know, all propagandist and do it yourself and get away with it. Yeah. And to anyone who thinks that representation doesn't matter, if you're a white man, then you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yep. Because representation very obviously matters. It was proven with Wonder Woman, and now it's being proven with Black Panther. Yeah. They both did very well financially and critically. Well, Black Panther is just oof, yep. off the charts. I mean, it's closing in on a billion if it hasn't already, as far as worldwide yep, very ticket cool. sales. I really appreciate this movie. I enjoy it. I liked it even better the second time. I forgot the very cool way it opened with T'Chaka telling T'Challa the story of how Wakanda came to be as a bedtime story. And that beautiful animation oh, yeah. that everything looks like grains of sand and just... Well, I think mm. those were the bits of vibranium because of their way of communicating with those yes. solid holograms. Mm -hmm. Where vibranium would come out of this watch-like thing and then form the face of who you're talking to. Yep. Yeah, just I uh, just enjoy it so much. Yeah, and I I am so happy that Andy Circus finally gets to play a human character. <laughs> he does on occasion. You see him in a couple of things, but I yeah, know, seeing but him as Claw and yeah. to have the villain take him out that was interesting. I know that was just well, it gave him his road in mm -hmm. because it's like oh, here's this guy you've been looking for. Yeah, I can take care of him. I should be your king. I just give two very enthusiastic thumbs up to this film. There are so many more things I could delve into because there's so many social issues that are addressed in this film, but yeah. 
it's just... And shout out to my new friend, Nick Anastasio, who was a visual effects editor on the film. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who, the Trek FM kind of yeah, connection. He, he is a patron of Trek FM. He has been on Trek FM podcasts. And I saw his name in the credits. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> I know that guy. And he said, oh, it's probably someone with the same name. And I said, really? Yeah. Nick Anastasio is a common name, huh? <laughs> so, and my uh, my theory was proven correct by the episode of the 602 Club talking about Black Panther with Nick Anastasio on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. and uh, so and now we're friends on Facebook and he's going to be on an episode of Warp 5. And Very cool. Yee! So yeah, I think that wraps up Black Panther, addresses what we liked and what we kind of struggled with, or at yeah. least I did. But well, you recognize it as an instrumental part of the story, is the tradition of combat and how that would lead to Eric taking over and how that might enact change in their government and yes. how they determine a leader. Yes. I mean, why not have an elected official? They might might be something to explore. It, that's true. But It'd get rid of the royal bloodline aspects of it. Yeah. Anyway, because um, that's tr- troublesome too. Anytime you have a monarchy, it's like, hmm. Yeah, well, elected officials that doesn't always go well that either. Help either. Look at our country. Yeah. So yeah, there's no perfect way to do it, yeah. but doing it by a combat trial is not the way to continue doing it. And T'Challa totally knows that. Yeah, at least with the monarchy, you're trained from birth to be leader. Hopefully. Yeah, well, being trained doesn't make you a good leader. And that's the thing about T'Challa is he is a good person and therefore a good leader. And we don't see that in Civil War because he is so consumed with vengeance. And the funny thing is, is that when he learns the truth, Uh he backs off. Right. He's just like, you are not the cause of my... I mean, you are the cause of my father's death. This guy isn't the cause of my father's death. And even though I know that you're the cause, there is no point in punishing you. You've already done that to yourself. And it's too easy to just execute you. Yep. You are going to live with your sins, basically. I believe now Disney owns bits of Fox. Do you think they'll introduce Storm into a Black Panther story? I don't know, but I would love to see the X-Men enter the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Though that would get rid of his girlfriend as is, because I think they were together for a while, Black Panther and Storm. Well, it doesn't necessarily Hmm. have to follow the comics. Look at Jessica Jones. But but, uh, there's still hope that she and Luke Cage will get together and have their baby. Anyway. The baby. (laughs) The baby. The baby. The superpowered baby. Mm -hmm. Love Black Panther. Thrilled that it's doing well. Oh my God, there are so many hot men in it. And I know that sounds like (laughs) objectification, but here's the thing. When I look at a man who is physically beautiful, the first thing that comes to mind is I would like to cuddle him. It is not I would like him to fuck me, which is usually where men's minds go. Is like, oh, I want to fuck that woman. She's hot. I want to get in on that. Mm, interesting. That is not where women's minds go. I know that you're not that way, sweetheart. But depends on the woman. Some just exude sexuality and just yeah. they, they hit that primal snake brain part of your psyche. Yeah, and that doesn't necessarily work the same way with women. Like yeah. with me, it's I connect with hot men on more of an intellectual level. On more of an emotional level. Yeah. yeah, they're hot and maybe they're good in bed, but are they a good person? Are they intelligent? Are they, you know, helping their communities, their fellow men? Those are the things that make someone hot to me. Yep. Well, there's so. 
in my case, the most beautiful women, it's awe and wonder. Like yeah, Kate Blanchett. I oh, don't so... look at her and I don't immediately leap to sexualizing her. No, it's more like, oh my God, she's like radiant. That's the thing, though, is you're not thinking of her as an object in that no. case. I'm thinking her of her as like a celestial being or something, <laughs> yeah. you know, something outside of humanity. I enjoy looking at hot men. Yeah. And Chadwick Boseman's very intelligent. Yeah. He's, like, written plays and shit, so he's he's one of those guys that I'm just like, okay, yeah, you, you have stuff going on in real life. And Winston Duke, who played mm-hmm, Baku. God, he's huge. He is huge, and he is cuddly as fuck. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, he's seriously such a nice guy. I don't want people to think that I am trying to objectify men because that is not my purpose. I can admire someone who is pleasant to look at, but it has to go deeper than that for me. Right. They have to be a good person, too. It can't just be a physical thing. Yeah, which is why when I see people who are really hot but horrible people, I'm just like, what a waste. That happens on occasion. Yeah. So, And I'm not saying that all men immediately jump to, I want to hit that. But that's what their instinct is. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of the time, physical attraction. I mean, it's we're not just brains floating in space. No, you know, I understand there's, that. There's hormonal things going on, and if you see somebody and are physically attracted to them, that doesn't make you a horrible person. No, it doesn't make you a horrible person. That's why person. we have impulse control. Yeah, exactly. You have impulse control. But the problem is, is that men have been doing this to women for millennia, yeah. and so. It's, that's the thing. It's like, if you're the person who's the majority and you have, your majority has been, as a majority, treating people this way. <laughs> majority. Then, yeah, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. The toxic masculinity and how that's been pretty much taught from father to son throughout history. Exactly. That Those are learned behaviors. Mm-hmm. No one is born doing that. Like the leaning, you know, the... Find an attractive woman, trap her with your forearm and lean towards her mm-hmm. at a club or something. And so she, you cut off her escape route. Yeah, until she brings your knee up into your groin. Yeah, there you go. So that's, that's the fun thing that makes me laugh so much is that men place so much importance on their genitals when it is the most vulnerable part of their body. You kick a man in the groin and he is down. More than likely. There isn't anything... That you can do to a woman that has that same reaction. Mm. It's like, yeah, you could kick her in the vagina. It's not going to hurt enough to put her on the floor. Well, especially since uh, some man scientist determined that the pains of menstrual cramps are aligned with a heart attack. The same pains from a heart attack. Good Lord, no. And so women have been saying this all along is, yeah, menstrual cramps hurt. They hurt a lot. I, I would say that pains from a heart attack are... Far less painful. Oh, yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> I, I mean, I, okay, I've never experienced a heart attack, but I have experienced menstrual cramps. Mm. And I would say that they are far, 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 far worse because they happen monthly. Yeah, and it's just odd that it was because a man scientist explained it that people were like, oh, really? When mm-hmm. it's like women all along have been saying, yeah, they hurt. They hurt a lot. Yeah. That's... Why do you think we're in like pain and getting mitol and stuff? It can be crippling. So. Just start listening to people. Yeah. Start listening to people who are different from you. Just stop judging immediately because Black Panther is an excellent thing for people who needed the representation yep. as positive role models. And yes, it matters. 
it matters big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to stick around for the dark track or you want to cut off there? No, I'll go. Okay. So the dark track is actually a song called Black Panther. Woot! By a uh, rap and hip hop musician I found on SoundCloud. Nice. By the name of Soldier Mook. <laughs> and there's uh, DJ JT he's working with as well. So we'll play that for you and talk about it on the flip side. Now it's over, the most wanted on the poster Walk through with the Pimas like, ooh, and I Feel like Black Panther of the crew And I rockin' Wakanda, my own way Feel like Black Panther of the crew And I walk through with the Pimas like, ooh, and I Feel like Black Panther of the crew And I rockin' Wakanda, my own way and the guest musician on that, or guest rapper, was uh, Zay, I guess, D-E-I. You would think that would be what it is, Zay. I guess. Yeah, uh, cool. I like that. It's fun. It's fun. I like the references, but I always 
enjoy references and rap and hip-hop i mean that's kind of the fun aspect of it just yeah how you can work those into a rhyme well yeah because it's fun to hear a rap about marvel people yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of yeah. like oh and then the reference to denzel too yeah you know just those little things put a smile on your face yep it, it was it's good time it's a good just time. like the the rolling into a courtroom like you're black panther yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just that it Calls up a visual, you know, just that that nobility and that ferocity combined. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's fun. It's a fun tune. It's groovy. Yeah, cool. Hi, I'm Eva. A common question us arts and humanities graduates frequently get asked from helpful strangers is, where the hell is a degree like that going to take you then? Well, lots of places in truth. Some friends of mine use their transferable skills to land themselves cushy London-based graduate schemes. Some are embarking on a PhD, intent on building a glittering academic career path. But me personally, I decided to go where the money was, and with my two associates, Stephen Hyam and Tom Bird, created Spectacles, a pop culture podcast. Join us each episode as we sardonically explore different issues through the murky window known as screen culture. Oh, hey there. I'm Alan Arndale, a listener of And Two Podcasts. And I'm going roving reporting today to find out about this exciting new podcast, Spectacles, a pop culture podcast. You, why should I care? Well, I saw that there was a gap in the podcast market for a group of friends bantering about a subject they're only vaguely qualified to talk about. Mm. I decided to fill that gap. Seems like you and I have different ideas about the market. But nevertheless, I shall ask this man my next question. Man, why is it called Spectacles? Because Stephen came up with it and he's not here to defend himself. Stephen, he sounds like he has a nice voice. Films, television, the internet, and news. All of that is just childish bunkum that has been made up. Why would analysing it have any point in the real world? Well, if you listen to our podcast you'll find out that the real world is a societal construct. If I listen to your podcast, will my husband stop sleeping with his Spanish tutor? Guaranteed. Well, I'm convinced. I will definitely be visiting iTunes or SoundCloud soon to listen to Spectacles, a pop culture podcast. You can listen to Spectacles each fortnight on iTunes, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. We're already present on social media at Spectacles Podcast. We will be covering a range of topics, including Scotland's representation on screen, the crass translation of childhood characters into Hollywood films, and leaving the beaten track, entering the forest, and exploring the postmodern fairy tale. Our first episode will be about ownership and entitlement in internet fandoms, so look out for our first episode coming soon to this podcast feed. Uh, What do you think? Should we get into the... Main topic then? Let's do this thing. All right, this is us from several weeks ago, uh, breaking out the Dark City expansion for the Marvel Legendary Upper Deck deck building tabletop card game. <laughs> How many adjectives can you throw in there? That's the world of, of gaming. Yeah. It's like the, what is a multiplayer online RPG thing? Memorpagers? Massive multiplayer online RPG. There you go. Memorpaga. First-person shooter, uh, platform, like the platform scroll-type jump-type games. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Turn-based RPG. Okay, please stop. (laughs) Sorry, I got on a list and had to 
Stop. follow through. So yeah, this is us playing cards. Hello, one and all. As promised, we're going to do a playthrough of the Marvel Legendary deck building tabletop game. <laughs> <laughs> Semi-cooperative game. We're mostly using the Dark City expansion, which will run you $36 about. Yeah, you can't play the ex- any of the expansions without having the... Starter set, yeah. so to speak. But the starter set is huge. Yeah, it's huge. It comes with a lot. It comes with the game board, your wound cards, your bystanders, and various playable cards such as villains, henchmen, masterminds, your shield officers, which are required for the game, several schemes, and a lot of heroes. I think, what, like 15 heroes or something more, more than that? Mm-hmm. I think more than that. I think close to 20 or so, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, there are a lot of them. And it should be noted that you can either get a Heroes Beginner set or a, a villain's, villain's Beginner, beginner set. set. Uh, either one would run you about 54 US dollars. Yeah. So if you're in the mindset of playing as the villain, then yeah, the villain set would be the way to go, from my understanding. And then the hero set is the one we have. Yes. And so... We're mostly using, like I said, the Dark City pack, which comes with 17 heroes. Yeah, it does. And we should state that we have not yet played with this expansion, so this will be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it will be very interesting. Uh, the one issue I have with uh, the Dark City box is, though it does offer you 17 heroes, only three are female. Yeah, well, that's true of basically this entire uh, whole run of things in this legendary card game i think it's because i was an x-men collector that i'm accustomed to diversity because that was that issue's whole thing and that included having a lot of female characters of course the original x-men only had gene gray and the other four were male Mm -hmm. but when it came to you know chris claremont's run it was close to half and half eventually yeah. And even to have female leaders, such as uh, Storm, for a while. Representation matters. So, for this set, we have selected our mastermind. I thought Mephisto would be fun. Oh, good E. And around that, I've built the narrative. Because um, the game actually suggests you choose everything at random. I like to build a narrative. I like the game to make sense. Mm-hmm. And so, Mephisto is very much a villain of Daredevil because, of course, he is the devil and Daredevil (laughs) being the Catholic character. So you can see where that's coming from. Mm -hmm. Now, on Mephisto, he always leads the underworld characters. So Azazel, who is Nightcrawler's father. Uh His master strike is each player must reveal a Marvel Knight hero or gain a wound. Your Marvel Knights are your Daredevil, your Punisher, your Ghost Rider... And your Electra. And those are the other heroes in this pack, including mm-hmm. Nightcrawler. So this game's going to make sense. So the heroes and the villain make sense. Yes. Our scheme is our setup for how we're going to play this game and what it takes for the villain to win. Our setup, there's eight twists in the villain deck. Each time a twist card comes up, you play it. And what happens is we stack five bystanders face down next to the scheme and each is considered a demon goblin villain. Oh my god. With a uh, two attack power, and you can fight those if you want. 
and then rescue them as bystanders. Pretty innocent scheme. It's mm -hmm. not going to really hurt us too much. Not terribly, no. That's a lot, odd. Yeah. There are schemes that whenever a twist plays, you knock out all the heroes from the headquarters. Oh, that one's the worst. Or you play another villain card or something like that. Or The, the knocking everyone out yep. in headquarters was the worst one we have played. Yeah. A really bad one also is that it adds an additional power to the mastermind. Mm-hmm. And so each scheme, your mastermind gets more powerful, that sort of thing. Or some of your villains, each scheme card you play, a certain villain gains one in attack power. So that's not going to hurt us too bad. I'm not too worried about the twists. Uh, special rules. Each Jean Grey card counts as a Goblin Queen villain, worth four victory points, and it has an attack power equal to its recruit value. Mm -hmm. So we'll get into that later. Uh, plus the number of demon goblins. Oh, there's the thing. So the number of demon vil villains next to the scheme adds to the attack power to each demon queen. See, you said so, it wasn't going to be that bad. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's the issue is we're going to have to deal with each Jean Grey character that appears in the city. And evil wins when four goblin queen cards escape. But fortunately, you can take out those stacked ones pretty easily. They only have an attack value of two each. Okay. So you can probably get rid of a whole stack of them if you have an attack power of 10, which takes a while to get to. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, the last time I had an attack power of 10, I can't even remember who we were facing. I think it was Magneto. I once had an attack power of 14 because I had the Hulk and um, I had some wounds in my card yeah. on my hand. Uh-huh. I'm going to flip over the hero cards that are in the headquarters. We can recruit these hero cards as we go. Our first one is a two-value Electra. We have a three-value uh, Daredevil, a four-value Daredevil. We have a three-value Ghost Rider, and we have a five-value Punisher. So he's probably one of the uncommon cards, while the rest of them may be common cards. The four could be an uncommon card. Yeah. Now, our starting deck is basically an assortment of shield troopers and shield agents. Shield agents have one recruit point. So if you have, let's say, a deck or a hand, I should say, with six shield agents that gives you six recruit points, I could get that two-value Electra and that four-value Daredevil for those six. Do we take six cards? No. Okay. Oh, wait. No, we do draw six cards. Okay. Um, there are challenges. Yeah. If you want to make the game harder, that you only play with five cards. Hell no. We're playing with but, six. But the rules state to play with six. Our hand starts with 12. So we have eight agents, four troopers, and we shuffle and draw our hand. I'm going to draw my six cards. I hope this is interesting for you all. I have agent, 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 agent. I didn't shuffle very well, apparently. <laughs> I, I have actually the right ratio. <laughs> you have three and three? No, I have four, have and, four two. and two. Yep. I have exactly 50% of each what is in my hand. I actually did shuffle really well. I just, through sheer luck, ended up with all recruits. Now, who would like to go first? You go ahead. Okay, I'm going to go ahead. So the first thing to do is to flip over from the villain deck into the city. The city consists of five different panels. There's the sewers, the bank, the rooftops, the streets, the bridge. And then once villains get to the bridge, if another villain goes in and pushes them all, they escape into the escape pile. And that's bad for us because it counts against our final victory points if we cared about victory points. We don't. Which we don't. We're playing 
cooperatively. We're not going to compare our points to see who wins. No, we just are interested in taking down the bad guy. So flipping over the first villain card, we have... We have some Magia goons, so basically the Mafia. They are a henchman villain. Henchmen are usually easy to beat. They have this feature called Bribe. This is specific to the Dark City uh, set or expansion in that to defeat a villain with the Bribe feature, you can use either recruit points or your attack power. Mm. I think I'm okay leaving these guys in the sewers for now. They're not really a threat to me, I don't think. Not yet. I'd much rather purchase that five-star Punisher. Because I'm looking at his two-plus attack power, which is intriguing. It also looks like he has a critical hit if you have two technical cards that you play. That's new to Dark City as well, is the critical hit feature. Yeah, that critical hit is really awesome. Yep, so if I play two cards that have the uh, technology class... I would be able to use his critical hit feature. So I'm going to use my five agents into my discard pile. And I'm going to... Well, actually, I do play them face up first. I don't discard them yet. I'll discard them to the end of my turn. So I've recruited Punisher. Uh, his stats are... Yeah, he has a recruit value 5, attack power of 2+. plus. So reveal the top card of the villain deck. If it is a villain, you get plus attack power equal to its printed victory value. That... I just play automatically. And then critical hit, you may defeat that villain for free. So that would go into my victory pile. Sweet. And count towards my victory points if I cared. So I flip over another recruit card or hero card and we have another two value Electra. Yes. And that was essentially my turn. I can't do anything else. And I don't have any wounds and I couldn't uh, heal anyway because I recruited this round. So I'm going to rebuild my deck by... Shuffling my deck and drawing another hand. So now it's your turn, darling. Want me to flip over a villain card for you? No, I can do it. Um, some of the shuffling may get edited out. <laughs> yeah. Just for time constraints and possible noise. Okay, so my turn. Next villain up, we've got Dracula. Oh, we've got Dracula. I didn't Dracula. even know he was in this deck, Dracula to be captures the top card of the hero deck. Has he got ambushed then? Yep. So he captures a one-star Electra. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, Dracula gets uh, an attack plus equal to that card's. So, oh, now he's at a four. Oh, so he went from an attack value of three to attack value of four. Yes, and if you fight him, you get the hero card when you defeat oh, him. Oh, that's nice. Unfortunately, I do not have enough attack power. I only have two attack power. But I do have four recruit points, and so I am going to take this Daredevil. Oh, sweet. And his this is a radar sense. Choose a number, then reveal the top card of your deck. If the card is that uh, recruit point value, you get plus two Ooh. attack. Wow, cool. <laughs> That's so pretty cool. So then he goes into your uh, deck. Yep, right? he goes into my deck. Yep. And I can't do anything else, so my turn is over. I'm turning over a new card. It's yet another... Recruit power to Electra. Uh-huh. Now, I look at my hand, and I do not have enough attack power to get anybody yet, because they're both attack value of four, right? Yeah. However, I do have recruit value of four, so I think I'm going to finally deal with... Ooh, but... Okay, so when you fight the goons, you must KO one of your heroes. I think I can handle that. 
So I'm going to play my four agents to bribe <laughs> this goon. And in so doing, I'm going to knock out one of my troopers. He's zero value, so not really all that important. And only a plus one attack. Oh, yeah, I need to play the villain card too, huh? Yeah. So villain card comes up. It's another uh, Mafia goon or Magia goon. And that's pretty much the end of my turn because that's all I could really do. It takes a while, as you can imagine, to build up a deck where you can handle villains because it takes a while to get enough attack power to uh, deal with people. So it's kind of a, a race against the clock early on to keep anybody from escaping. Yeah. Wow. I have almost the exact same hand as I did last time. <laughs> it's all troopers and agents? Uh, well, it's half and half this time, actually. So, okay. so villain card? Villain card. We got a scheme twist. Scheme twist. So with the scheme twist, we're putting bystanders next to the scheme twist. We don't have any Jean Greys in play, so we don't have any Goblin Queens, so I don't have to worry about that. Okay. Um, I don't have enough to tack. I don't have enough Tic Tac power. You don't have enough Tic Tac gum power. Tic Tac gum now. Weird. (laughs) Why is that? It's just odd. Actually, technically, I could use recruit power, but I'd much rather use recruit power for actually building a deck. Yep. So I am going to. I have three recruit points. So let's see. Choices, 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 choices. I think I'm going to take this Ghost Rider. Ooh, three value Ghost Rider. Three value Ghost Rider. Okay. If, uh, because of Marvel Knights, he gets a plus two recruit power. Nice. And he already has two. <laughs> so. Oh, so if you play a Marvel Knight, he'll yeah. get that bonus. Yeah. So, nice. I have three troopers and three agents. Uh, I need to play a villain card, do I not? Yes, you do. We have our Jean Grey. She has an attack value of eight right now. Shit. <laughs> so, uh, hmm. Decisions, decisions. I should probably take out those goons because that will prevent Dracula from escaping. Not that I care too much. Do I care too much? I don't know. It's only if Goblin Queens escape that yeah. it's a problem. You know what? In that regard, I'm going to use two of my troopers. To take out one of those bystanders, and I win that bystander, so it goes into my victory pile. Sweet. And I have three recruit power, which is enough to get that daredevil. I'd rather have something with attack power. I can see, ooh. So if I use three recruit, I could get... No, 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 no. Maybe I'll just buy that single Electra. That's... Hmm. Decisions, decisions. Yes. You can either buy this one Daredevil, or you can have this Electra and another Electra, or you can have a Maria Hill. I could have a Maria Hill. Uh, yes, at any time you can purchase a shield officer that gives you two recruit power. So it's kind of handy to have a lesser expensive character always available if you can't recruit anything else. You know, I might double down on some Electras. So I'm going to play those three agents and get these two Electras. Ooh, our first Nightcrawler. He's a value of five with an attack power of three. And a Punisher with a recruit value of two. Uh, His thing is reveal the top card of your deck. If it costs zero recruit points, knock it out. (laughs) (laughs) So trying to clean your deck out of things that you might not require anymore. Yeah. That's good later on in the game. 
where you don't need agents or troopers that they just kind of fill your deck with useless cards. So did we play you a villain card yet? I don't uh, think no, we, have. we did not. Okay, we have another Dracula. So this Dracula kidnaps a four star or a four value daredevil. So does that make his thing a seven? seven. Yep. Yep. Shit. Okay. Yep, they're starting to gang up on us. So remind me of the bribe. Bribe, you can use recruit and attack power. So you can use a combination of the two to take out the goons. However, when fighting the goons, you must knock out one of your heroes. Okay, I'm okay with that. I am going to play three recruit points and one attack point to take them out. And then I will... KO a trooper. Sweet. And that'll make things slightly easier. And I can't do anything else. I can't recruit this round. Okay. Now I am going to reveal... Oh wait, I need to play a villain card first. I keep forgetting about that. We have Blackheart. Ambush. Ambush. What does he do? The player to your right, which is you, reveals a Marvel Knight hero or gains a wound. Have you made your hand yet? You do have a Marvel Knight character. You have a Daredevil. So you're fine. And this character has an attack value of 6. And when you fight him, the same effect. He also has an escape. If he escapes the city, you also have to reveal... A Marvel Knight. A Marvel Knight or gain a wound. So pretty much that's his spiel. That's Um, a pain in the ass. So she's at 6 now. Or is she at 7? No, she's at 6 because I took out... No, she's at... Okay, I'm confused. She's at seven. So no, she's... Each, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because four plus three is seven. So she's at seven now. Guy. And he's at four. He's at seven. He's at six. So I'm going to reveal the villain card and see what its value is. Its value is three. So this Punisher's attack value is now five. And if I add the six... Who does that help me take out? It takes out that black heart, doesn't it? And since I already know you have a Marvel Knight in your hand, that's not going to hurt you. So that goes into my victory pile. Dun, 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 dun. Plus I have four agents, so I have four recruit to spend. I'm liking the look of these Punisher cards. But I can also get me another Electra if I so desire. Why not? So I'm going to just spend my whole hand to recruit. Sweet. Turn over another Punisher that's a value of 5 with a plus 2 attack. And another Daredevil with a 3-point value and a 2-point recruit value. Oh, is this mine? Uh, is this my villain that you just your flipped villain. over? Yep, the one I flipped over to get the victory value of for my bonus. Okay, my I'm going, I'm going to play this card. Uh, well, actually, I don't have... Yes, just the thing. Uh, shoot. Uh-oh. But. Oh, no, nothing. <laughs> I meant for you. You said shoot, so I thought that was something bad. Well, I'm just trying to figure out, because if I play it, does that mean I can't use it to attack? I just... Mm. Choose a number, then reveal the top card of your deck. If the card is that value, you get plus two. I'm going to go with zero. Oh, yeah, that's a good choice. Bam! Yep, she pulled an agent. So what happens if you do that? I get plus two attack power. So this is now four, and this is five. So I am taking out... 
this little friend right here. Okay, is this the one that's... Okay, that's a tech oh, no, value this of one. seven. This so this is one. the one that's four. This is the one that's four. So you gain that as a hero, Yarp. and that goes into your victory pile. Yarp. She took out Dracula, by I the way. I took out Dracula. The first one that stole the one value Electra. Dracula. Yep. And then I have four recruit points. I am going to take... Darn, if I only had five. Ma. I'll <laughs> yeah. take a Maria Hill. Yeah, that Nightcrawler's tempting. It was actually Punisher I was looking at as well. Oh, cause... yeah, there's a couple of five-value ones in there. Yup. So now it's my turn. It's your turn. Alright, over goes the villain card. We have more goons. Fucking goons. Yep. At least there are only four, and you can use recruit power if you need to, which I might end up doing. But you have to KO somebody, regardless of how you attack them. It's just weird. Okay, I'm going to play this Electra first, because you play her first, you get another attack power. So that gives your attack power of two. It's pretty cool. That gives me a three. And if I use a guy to bribe, that gives me a four. So bye. And then I have to KO. I'll KO an agent. And... I'm sorry if you all heard me hydrating. <laughs> That's fine. I'm also going to play this Punisher just to reveal the top card. If it's a zero, I can KO it. So I'm going to do that just to clean out my deck a little. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Fun stuff. Groovy, groovy. So my villain... So actually, yeah, that's... Sorry. Uh-oh. Another Jean Grey. Uh-oh, so she's another one. Oh, she's five plus four, so she's a value of nine. Shiza. Oh, I keep forgetting to take out those uh, those goblins over there. So they're each two, right? They're each worth two. Yeah. Okay. All they right. each have an attack power of two, I should say. Two things. This one, this uh, Ghost Rider card, he has two plus recruit points because I have another Marvel Knight in my hand. Uh -huh. That makes him a four. Oh, wow. So that's cool. I do have a plus two, but I can do that whole choose a number, then reveal the top card of my deck. And if that card is that value, I'm going to go with zero. <laughs> that's a good choice. Boom. Oh, another agent. Yep. So now this is a plus two. So I'm taking out two of these little fuckers. Oh, nice. So now you reduce the uh, attack value of both of those. So we have, yes. what, two left? Two left. So that so gives a five and, and a seven. A seven. All right. And I'm going to use my five, six, seven, eight, nine recruit points. Holy crap. Two, four, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Nine recruit points. I am going to have this night growler. Sweet. Because I like me some Nightcrawler, so that's a and five. And then, if there were two twos, that would just solve my problem. Yeah. Um, I'll take another one of these. No, wait. Yeah. I will take this Electra. Well, she's got two value Electra. Yes. Get replaced by another three value Daredevil and a two value Ghost Rider. Okay, my turn, huh? Yep. So I'm flipping over the villain deck. The city is full of villains. From looks like. nope, oh, no, Master, Master Strike. Strike. So, Master Strike, you must reveal a Marvel Knight or take a wound. I have a Marvel Knight. I have a, a Punisher in my hand. You haven't made your hand yet, so we don't know yet. Well, is it in your deck or in your hand? It's, um, reveal... Okay. Mastermind's far away. Okay. Each player reveals a Marvel Knight hero or gains a wound. Oh, it doesn't say. I would imagine in your hand, but since it doesn't say, maybe I'll have to look that up. That's another thing about this game is some of the instructions are misleading. So I'm going to look up Reveal a Hero. 
Reveal a card just means show the other players that you have it. You don't play or discard the card you revealed. When you have the opportunity to reveal a card, you can reveal a card from your hand, or you can reveal a card in front of you that you have already played this turn. Okay. Good to know. Right. Well, I'm okay, because I got me some Marvel Heroes, Knights, it's the, the things. The I have things? the things and the stuff that I need to have in order to not get hurt. All right. Things and stuff and things. Things and stuff and things. So since I knocked out the Master Strike, a villain didn't enter the city, so we still don't have a full city yet. Yup. All right. Is it my turn? It is. So, yes, we... Oh, no, I'm still... I just... I just... No, I can't sorry. remember what I, you're doing. I was looking up rules. I still haven't played my hand yet. Well, play your hand, So, Dave. I'm going to use two troopers to take out a goblin. Yay! If I can. Do, 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 do. I have no fingernails. So, I gain this bystander. Ooh, now I am a savior because I have two bystanders in my victory deck. Okay. That would play if we were doing the Captain America expansion. But those rules don't apply here. Okay, I've got three recruit points. Uh, looks like I have several daredevils to choose from that are all the same card, essentially. So I am going to recruit one of those. And he is replaced by a three-value Punisher. I'm also going to play this Punisher, rebuild the top card of my deck. If it's zero, discard it or KO it. I do not have a zero card there. Okay. What I want to know is these goblin minion things. Uh-huh. If you don't take them out before fighting the Jean Grey Goblin Queen, what happens to them? Because it's not clear from the Scheme Twist card. Okay, I'm confused. Okay, if I fight her uh-huh. without taking this out, and I have enough to take her out, what happens to this card? I believe it remains there for the other Jean Greys in the city. Okay, that makes sense. So... Yeah, so those that plus one would apply to this one that's in the sewers. Alrighty, sounds good. Okay, so she's actually a she's, plus three. We're going by the recruit value. So she's a three plus the one she's a four. Isn't that what it says? You're right, you're right. Okay, and this one's a six. Right, 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 right. Right, 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 but if there are no goblins to control, does that make it her two again? No, it makes her a three. Because we're always going by her recruit power for her attack power. Well, then why? Uh, because <laughs> if you look at the villains, there's on that side as well. I know. It's just weird. It's like, it why weird. have an attack power on there then? Because she's actually a hero. That she's being played as a villain. <sighs> <laughs> there's several other schemes that do that as well. Especially with Jean Grey. There's a, like, a Dark Phoenix one that's like that, I guess. Rower. Okay. Rower? Rower. Uh, I am going to use this first strike. If this is the first card you played this turn, you get plus one to attack. So that's good. We have this. Have we played you a villain card yet? Oh, no. Sorry. It's another Jean Grey. For fuck's sake. Her value is four. Okay. So so what we're doing here. So I've got now a total of six for my attack. So what am I going to (laughs) do? Is I'm going to take a Discoblin out. So that is her value of three and her value of five, her value of three. And Thanks. I still have a uh, five attack points at this point. So am I going to take out this one? That's the value of five? Yep, sure is. Nicely played. And uh, I have a two recruit value. So I'm going to take a this Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. 
I don't know why I'm doing that. Okay, this is a woo. This is a seven value. <laughs> wow, seven value uh, nightcrawler night yep. with an attack power of five. Holy schnooly. That's amazing. All right, so you are done. So I'm going to flip over the villain card. It's another Jean Grey. Good Lord and Butter. Uh, this is scary because I do not have enough attack value to take anybody out. So I'm going to play my five agents to recruit this Punisher. And essentially that's all I can do. Ooh, gets replaced with the six value Electra. Well, unless... Unless this the is a next scheme one is or a, a master scheme stroke. or a master stroke, we've we're gonna lose a goblin queen. Yep, and if four of them escape, we lose. Losers. Well, that's so. Am I not playing your I'm villain card? Play villain card. It's another Jean Grey, so this one escapes. Shit. So we move forward, Dracula into the bridge. This one I'd never saw her name goes into the streets. Who are you? You are. Lilith, the daughter of Dracula. Okie dokie. So, here we go again. Hey, we're kind of goth-themed. Yay! So, again, I have a choose a number, reveal the top card of my deck. If the card is that value, you get a two. I'm going to still go with a zero. Ah, fuck. Yep. <laughs> that didn't work. That's okay. Because um, I still have three attack power, and I'm going to take out this goblin bitch. I mean queen. <laughs> so, she gone. Nice. And now I can't use that one at all. I've got four recruit points, so I'll take this three value punisher and put up another six value Electra. Sweet. Son of a motherless goat, I dropped all of my cards. My turn, correct? Your turn. Okay, flipping over the villain, we get another Jean Grey. Good lord, how many Jean Greys are there? There's 14 in the deck. Good god, we're getting all of them out of the way at once, apparently. Yeah, each hero has 14 cards. One rare, uh, I believe three uncommon, and then 10 common cards. So, I have this Electra. so I play her first. She gets another attack power, so she's valued two. I've got this Punisher, where I reveal the villain... And according to their victory value... Now, what's the victory value on one of these queens? Four. So he gets another four to his attack, which gives me a value of eight now. And then this trooper give me a nine if I need it. So I'm trying to figure out how I can do this best. So I've got eight. That's really more than I need. What I should do is take out one of these goblin queens. Oh, I gain her as a hero, don't I? Oh, no, I don't. And then that leaves me with three. And that's got attack value of seven, right? Yep. So I can't do much else. I have like an excess of... And there's no goblins to take out here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, ooh, here's an idea. I'm going to play this Electra that allows me to draw a card. And I'm going to play this Electra that allows me to draw a card. <laughs> uh, that's not going to help me. So I have three recruit power... I'm going to get one of those daredevils. Thank you. And we have now a five-value Ghost Rider. Nice. With a plus two attack. You may KO a villain from your victory pile. If you do, you get a plus three attack. Well, that's easy. (laughs) Seeing as how we don't count victory points. Yeah, that's very handy. Yeah. Super handy. Too bad I don't have a five recruit value. 
Oh, we didn't move that one up, did we? Okay, there we go. Right? Well, right. here's the downside. I do not have but two attack power, so I can't do anything. Okay. So people so, are going to escape, and I can't help it. So Dracula can potentially escape. Yeah. We'll see. Yep, Dracula's escaping with the bystander. Hi. Good knowing ya. So long, Drac. I'm not Drac sure we're going to win this one. <laughs> yeah, because right now there's Goblin Queens galore. Um, so I have four recruit power and very little I can do. So I'll take him... Mar... Mar... Maria... Maria... I'll take him Maria Hill. Maria... Maria Hill. Okay. Is it my turn? Yes, it is. So this one escapes. No, yes. And turn oh, over this one first. Okay, I need to turn that over turn first. Turn over going first. Yep, our city's full with goblin queens. We are lousy. With, <laughs> with, with goblin queens. This is frightening. Yep. So, because I'm going to... a lot of them are really valuable, high yeah. value... At least we got rid of the goblins that power them, so... Yeah, until we turn over another scheme twist. Yep, there's two for my uh, surprise attack, Electra, the first strike one. Here's the reveal the villain card one. This value is... What is that? Seven? Five. Five. So he's got attack value now of seven, eight, nine. I have ten altogether. I can take out this Goblin Queen and this Goblin Queen. Woo-wee! Now, I can draw a card. I can draw a card. And I played a tech character so I can draw a card. <laughs> now, if I get another Punisher that says reveal the villain, would I use the same one? There I cannot help you. Because he is technically the top villain of that deck. I'm going to say yes. How's that sound? Okay, we'll go with it. So, that attack value of 5, so now I have a 7. So I'm going to take out this valued 6, Goblin Queen. And that's about all I can do. Boy, that's a lot of Goblin Queens. Alright, I'm playing this Electra that allows me to draw a card. If it's... What's this symbol again? I can't remember. That is the covert symbol. It looks covert symbol. Kind of like red arrows going back and forth. It looks like a yin and yang chasing each other. It does a little bit. It also <laughs> looks like weird quotes. like. Okay, well that didn't help me. So I can put that back on the bottom. Or do I get to keep it? It didn't say I didn't have. I had to throw it away. Oh, interesting. It just said that if I if it was a covert card that I gained two recruit points. Interesting. Okay. Well, here we go. Now, here we go. Choose a number, then reveal the top card of your deck. The card is that value. You get plus two. I'm gonna go with zero again. Fuck. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> was a five value nightcrawler. Gosh damn it! I couldn't <laughs> have predicted that because I have so few of those. Yep. Okay, I do have a four attack power, so. I am going to take out this Goblin Queen. Nice. I think we're getting somewhere. Our decks are getting powerful enough to actually do stuff. And then I have two, three, four... There is some strategy involved in this game, is building your deck to do specific things. I have four... Recruit power? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to take this three-value Dairy Devil. Dairy Devil. And there's a two-value Punisher. All right. He's a daring devil. Playing a villain card. It's another Goblin Queen. Her value is six. I'm fortunate that all the schemes seem to be buried at the bottom. All right. So I have these 
Ninjutsu Electras, where I can draw a card. Draw a card. Okay, now, once again, that Reveal the Villain deck, get power. This is a value of four, so that's six. It's just a value of no, six. No, it, it's, oh. it's on this card. She has a four victory value. Okay. Oh, right, right. So, right, right, right. That's right, right, right. six right there. That's all I need to take her out. So I could just do that, which I think I will. So boom. Now I played a tech card, so I can play this card so I can draw a card. Ooh. God, the villains in the city are too powerful for me to deal with right now. However, I do have four recruit power, and I have this ability with this daredevil called backflip, in which whoever I recruit goes into my deck for on top of my deck for drawing my next turn. In other words, it's going to be in your next turn. Yep. So I'm going to do that and get that two-value Punisher. And we now have a three-value yep. Punisher. And I am done. Okay, I got a whole lot of shit going on in this hand. And I do mean stinky, stinky shit. Okay, I am going to play this electric card that allows me to draw a card. And if it's a covert one, I get plus two recruit. Of course it's not, so <laughs> fuck that. Um, I think that was our first F-bomb. Oh, no, I've, I've oh, said you've fuck said some more. Okay. Um, okay, so that one goes into the thing, huh? Yeah. Yep. I think I have... this is the most we've ever had escaped in one thing. No, it's not. Okay. It's not. We had one that had way more escapes. I have three attack, or three attack, three recruit points. I don't have anything even closely resembling what I can do here. So I'll take this Punisher. Sweet. And then this is a five value Ghost Rider. Wow, cool. Here we go with the villain deck. Another, more goons. Enter the city. Why do I still have agents? Oh yeah, I haven't cleared them out. I'm going to go ahead and do this. Reveal the top of my deck. If it's zero, discard it. I'm going to do that. There, get rid of some of these agents. I'm going to hydrate again. Sorry, everybody, if you hear my gulps. <laughs> gulp, gulp, gulp. I'm going to draw a card using ninjutsu. I'm going to draw a card using ninjutsu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have much I can do. Oh, wait. I can bribe those guys, can't I? Yarp. I'm going to bribe those goons and knock out an agent. Do, 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 do. I played my entire hand. <laughs> That's amazing. So your villain card? My villain. It's a master strike. I haven't drawn my hand yet, so I can't show him uh, Marvel Knight quite yet. I can. I can show more than one. Yeah, considering four of our five heroes are Marvel Knights, it's good chance we're going to have some. Once I build my deck, I can show my hand. Six cards... I can see an Electra right off the bat, so I'm good. I don't take a wound. Excellent. I'm going to play this first strike Electra, so that means I get a plus one to attack because it was the first card I played. Yay! So that makes her a two, so that gives me a total attack power of five. So bam, bitch, you gone! There goes a Goblin Queen. We only have one left in the city right now. And then I have three recruit points, so all I can take is a Maria Hill. Maria Hill. Maria Hill. Mmm, villain card. More goons. Goonies. Okay, I'm going to play first strike. That's, that gives me two attack power there. Reveal the villain deck. It's a scheme twist. I get no additional uh, attack bonuses things. So that's two. That's four. 
that's enough to take out these guys. But I also can draw a card using ninjutsu. That gives me five if I could play that. But there's nothing of five value in there, is there? Mm. So I'm going to take out these goons with that attack power that I did. So I had four, didn't I? And I'm going to knock out an agent because that's what goons do. And I have recruit power of two, which is not enough to buy anything. Yeah, it's weird when it's not enough for anything. Yep. Okay, so now scheme twist becomes active. Yep, so we got to take five bystanders and put them next to the scheme. One, two, three, four, five. Each of those is worth attack value of two and provides a total of five attack value to that goblin queen. Cheat. Okay, choose a number, then reveal the top card of your deck. That card is that value you get. Okay, I'm going to choose zero. <laughs> I think all your zero cards are gone. They're not. They're not. I still have almost all of them. Oh, I keep knocking mine out. Yeah, well, I haven't fought enough Magia to do that. That's so true. sorry. I've also used my Punisher to do it on occasion. Um. Okay, so I know what that card is. That goes on the bottom. Now I get to draw this one. This is a draw card, and if it's covert, I get plus two recruit. Nope, sure isn't. <laughs> There's my zero card right there. Oh, bummer. Oh, fucker. Okay, so that gives me basically only three attacks. Oh, so... um, regarding that draw a card if it's covert thing, you can just draw a card. That's yeah. the first ability. The covert one is if you played a covert character, you can play that ability. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah, that, what's it called, ninjutsu? You can just lay that down and draw a card, period. Oh, so I can keep those in my hand? Yeah, you draw a card, boom, goes into your hand. Okay, then. Now, the other ability, if you play a classed character, then you get plus two. Right. So they're two separate abilities. They're not tied into one thing. Okay, well... Yeah, again, this game can be confusing on the way the rules are devised. Still, I have three attack power, so I'm going to take out one of these. One of these guys? Sorry. Yeah, I had to move because we have people in the recruit pile. Sorry. Or not recruit pile, the uh, escape pile. pile. Sorry, I didn't know what I was doing. That's fine. That's of no value at this point, and I have two, four, five, I six. say how cool Punisher is in this set. Yeah. Oh my god, I have seven. I can take this Nightcrawler. Boom. Mm. He gets replaced by a three-value Ghost Rider. Mm. Mm. Sweet. So mm. you're done. You're building your deck. Yep. Your hand, I'm going to flip over. We have another Master Strike, so we'll wait for you to be done with your thing. I've, I'm full up on Marvel Knights. I've got a handful of them, basically. Well, that's pretty handy. Yep, handy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was essentially it. There's no more villains entering the city. So We're just waiting for me to not get wounded. I'm going to do some attacking stuff. So, first strike, that gives that Electra two attack power. Pretty cool ability for a one value card. By the way, there's my Marvel Knight. Nice, so sweet. Good. So, here's that Punisher that I love playing a lot. Reveal the top card. It's a Master Strike. I get no additional uh, attack power. So, that gives me a three total, which is enough to take out one of these goblins. And I can. Ooh, actually. Draw a card using ninjutsu. Draw a card using ninjutsu. I also played a covert character, so those two give me four recruit power. 
Wow. And I had, what, four total? Oh, I could actually take out another one of these guys, couldn't I? With mm-hmm. a four attack power. So, boom, two goblins gone. So Well, they're worth two each. Right, and I had attack value of four. I had two plus one plus one. Right, so you took out two of them? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, because I only did one at first, but I could actually take out two of them at once. Mm-hmm. So, with these four recruit points, I also have six, seven, eight, nine. I could get a six and a three. Which could be a very good combination for you. Yes, it could. I'm going to do that very thing. So I'm going to get this six value Electra and this three value Ghost Rider. And we have a three value Ghost Rider. And we have a three value Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. I like how Nightcrawler's just hanging out with the Marvel Knights for whatever reason. We, we haven't seen his dad show up yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Um, okay, so this Master Strike gets played, goes into yeah. the KO pile. And Master Strike, I've got a show Marvel Knight. We already know I have one. Yeah, so Villain Card, another Master Strike. So I have uh, to build my hand. Uh, I already have one. <laughs> Waiting on me? Mm-hmm. That is an Electra, so I'm good. Okay. I have six attack power, so I'm going to clear out the rest of these. Wow. Okay, so all the goblins are gone. Goblins, be gone. Goblins, be gone. Be gone, and goblins. Be gone. Be gone, goblins. Be goblins. Okay, I'm <laughs> so sorry. I'm sorry. And I have... I can do simple math. I have five recruit points, so... Looks like I, I got a Ghost Rider right there. Yeah, I am happy about that Ghost Rider. It gets replaced by a four-value Night Dweller. I think that's the first time we've seen that card. Yes, it is. Okay, you're done? I am Finis. Another scheme twist. Just God as we got it. rid of those bystanders. So more goblins. One, two, three, four, five goblins next to the scheme pile. Boy, if you want to count your points by how many bystanders you save, holy crap. Yeah, you'd be winning, hands down. Playing. The first strike, that gives me two attack power, correct? So there goes one of those goblins. Boom. Oh, it's a special goblin, too. I rescued a news reporter. Ooh. And when I do this, I can draw a card. Oh, I didn't look at mine. Do you have any special ones? Uh, KO wound from my hand. I don't have any. When I rescued a bystander this turn, I get plus one. Uh, those are all villains, villains. Uh, another paramedic one. Another paramedic one. Yeah, all of mine are paramedic ones for wounds that I don't have. Okay. So, yeah, this set came with special bystanders that have special rules when you rescue them. So, pretty cool. The X-Men one comes with the new mutants. And yeah. And when you rescue them, you can add them to your deck as heroes. That's very cool. Yeah. So, I played a covert card. So, can I use that ability only once if I play a card? Or is it a play to each? <coughs> I couldn't tell you. Hmm. It doesn't really... Explain um, it. Probably only once, huh? I'm guessing. So that would give me two recruit power, three, four. Is there anything? Oh, there's that four value nightcrawler, isn't there? This is forced nightcrawler to join my deck, I think. So what does he get replaced by? Now, since I drew, oh, I can draw another card. Boom. You get a plus one for each hero you played this turn that costs one recruit or two. So, whew, this is going to take some mathematics. So this is. One attack power, two attack power, three attack power. So that gives her a seven right off the bat. Um, eight, nine. How many goblins do we have left? Well, looks like we four. have. So I could clear them out by playing those cards. 
So this Electra is something else, man. Noise. Yep. Trying to read her writing. Or Psy Blades. Yep, that's a cool ability. So I'm going to take out all those goblins. All the goblins. Let's see if I have any special. Yep, I've got another uh, reporter and another reporter. So I draw two cards. Holy smokes. <laughs> My never-ending turn here. I'm sorry, what day is it? Yep. Reveal the top card of your deck. If it's a zero, discard it. It is not. Did you mean KO it? K uh, yes, KO it is what I meant. Uh, that's all I can do. So, but uh, a villain card for you? Yes, please. Scheme twist. twist. Gosh, damn. <laughs> I know, just as we, soon as we get rid of them. We might get rid of the villain deck and then go after the mastermind. Give me a second. Now go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, here's your five goblins. Okay, and they're, they add one each to her, right? Yep, so she's at 11, 11. right now. Okay, here's what we're going to do. This Nightcrawler card gives me another plus three if I have another covert one, which Sweet. I do. So he's a plus six, plus five is 11, plus one is 12. Bye, bitches! <laughs> oh, I don't know where these... No, I can't do it that way. I can't do it that way. You can take her out and leave those. Yeah. Or you, if you had, tw uh, was it 10, you could take those out entirely. Yeah, I'll take those out entirely then. So all the goblins go bye-bye. Uh, and check ooh. your, okay, you have a special? No, I'm checking. Oh, there's an az Azazel. Oh, did I do from the villain deck? I did from the I villain deck. Put did. those back. Put those back. Oh, dear. Well, now I have to reshuffle these because I've seen them. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, I grabbed from the villain deck instead of the bystanders. So these are the five bystanders you saved. Okay, give me a second. Yep. Oops. Fork. Forks. Forks. Spoons. So where are they? Where'd you put them? Oh, they're right here. Okay. So those are your bystanders. You saved. Ooh. When you rescue this bystander, you may kill one of your heroes or a hero from your discard pile. I've got three, four of those. <laughs> they're all next to each other. Ooh. I thought I shuffled the bystander deck. Maybe I didn't. So four of those. I get rid of you, fuckers. Oh, you're getting rid of all your agents? Nice. And then I have... Okay, here's this weird Punisher one. Uh, the other player, it's each other player, but you're the only other player, reveals the top card of their deck. Okay, top card of my deck. Mm -hmm. Here's if a Marble Knight. If it's a four or more, discard it. Nope. Um, I could have had a plus one for recruiting. But that's okay. I still have five... So, five. Ooh, I'll take this Ghost Rider, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, now. This is um, this is one of those three-value uh, backflip and uh, daredevil things that they, they have now. Have you seen those daredevil <laughs> things that do backflips? Mm. Did we play you a villain card yet? Oh, whoops, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. What? It's another black heart. It's so, he ambush. ambushes... So, did you have a Marvel Knight in your hand? I have three of them. Okay, then. Everybody's Nope, happy. I have two of them. Well, you just needed one, all right? Yep. All right. So, you're done, I guess? I'm done. Stick a fork in me. Okay, so I reveal the villain. Hey, there he is, Azazel. Or Azazel? Yep. <laughs> I don't know how you say uh, it. He does not have ambush. Yay. What does he have? Uh, when you fight him, one of your... One of the cards in your hand gains the teleport thing, so you can set it aside and add it to your hand later. Oh, sweet. Gonna reveal the top card of my deck. If it's a zero, discard it. It is not. Ugh. I can't do much. I'm gonna teleport with this Nightcrawler, so I'm gonna set him aside, add him to my hand later. Um. Ooh, 
I should have done this. I can draw a card. I can draw a card. Oh, wait. I also have this. Oh, I haven't. Oh, I have played him because I played him to do teleport. So I do get that covert thing. So I've got two recruit power. Here we go. All right. You get plus one attack power for each hero you played this turn that costs one or two. That's one, two, three. So she's at a seven right now. I could take out that black heart, couldn't I? Yeah, that might be the thing to do. Okay, what happens when I fight? You have to reveal a... Okay, now the player to your right reveals a Marvel Knight or gets a wound. You have tons. I have so many. So... So many! Yeah, so that's seven attack power. That's plenty to take out this black heart. Boom. And how many... I said I had two recruit power? Mm-hmm. So that's four. That's enough to get that teleporting Nightcrawler. It goes into my deck, so... Oh, eight value Punisher is replaced. Sweet. Okay, here we go. This is the first card I'm playing, so I get a plus one. So she's now a plus two. Sweet. Now I may KO a villain from my victory pile, and if I do, I'll get a plus three. So that's five. So five and two is seven. Math. Um, Let me find a villain first. I could give two fucks about (laughs) KOing a villain. Yeah, especially a goon. So seven is my power attack. So, bye-bye, bitch queen. Yeah, because all the goblins are gone. So, yeah, her value was six. Yep. So, that's that. Now, play the top card of your deck. Is that me? You. Reveal the top card. Reveal the top card of my deck. It is a zero. Shit. Well, then I don't get any extra recruiting points, but I have a seven. Damn, if I only had an eight. But I can take this lovely Electra. And so that is what I shall do. Replaced with an 8-value Ghost Rider. Holy! What? Yeah, nice. What? You are definitely building to something over there. Oh my god! Crazy-ass card, this new (laughs) Ghost Rider one. Yeah, scary. I think it's his his gaze, that vengeful gaze thing. Penance Stare, that's what it's called. Okay, my turn? Your turn. Reveal top card of the deck. KO up at zero. Bye. Uh, real top card of your deck if it's zero. Bye. <laughs> so you were two agents. Oh, we didn't turn over a... Oh, we didn't, did we? Not more goons. Draw a card. Ooh, one of my Ghost Riders. If you play a Marvel Knight, you get two recruit power. That's pretty cool. Alright. What are we looking at here? Azazel and the goons, huh? Alright, here's that cool Electra. But maybe, let's see, who could I play first? Draw a card. Love to play those. Mm-hmm. Reveal top card of the villain deck. And gain abilities. The value of that is a 1. So that's an attack value of 3. I can add my teleport card into my hand. So that's 3, 5, 7, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I'm going to take out... Azazel and hit the Mastermind. Ooh! So the Mastermind, Mephisto, has an attack value of 10. We pull out one of his four cards that are underneath him that show his tactics. So when I fight him, each other player KOs a bystander from their victory pile or gains a wound. Oh, so tough. In this particular one, when we were saving this many bystanders, that's nothing. And this is basically his hit points. He has four of them. So now he's down to three. Mm-hmm. We're that much closer to winning. Yep. And I have I have some recruit power, don't I? 
I'm sure that you do, darling. I have two extra from playing Marble Knights, and I have two from him, so I can afford a four, which gives me that Ghost Rider right there. Yeah, that one works. I'll get this Ghost Rider. And he is replaced with a three star, or a three star, a three value Punisher. Whew! Okay, this villain becomes active. So, more goons. More goons. Okay, I am going to play this one, which is four attack power. Take out one of these goons and get rid of one of these fucking stupid cards. (laughs) One of your agents? Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. That's something about getting rid of the goons, is you can clean out your deck and just get rid of the, the cheapos. And then I can draw a card... And I can't do the rest of it because it says defeat a villain of three attack or less for free. I can't do that because there's nothing there. No, there's nothing three or less. So two, four, six, seven. Recruit bits. Damn. Almost got you an eight. Dang it. Almost. You could get two of those threes. I know, but it's just a matter of choosing. Yeah. I'll take these to a Punisher and a Nightcrawler. Replaced with this 7 value sure Electra. Sure now! And a 3 value Nightcrawler. Alright, building my hand. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 cards. Playing the villain deck. It is Hammerhead. Oh. You can bribe him. Sweet. Does he have an ambush? He does not have an ambush. He has a value of five, and when you fight him, you knock out one of your heroes with a recruit icon. Oh, fun. Which could be an agent if you have any left. I do, unfortunately. Right. So, looks like I'm full of recruit power right now. You're full of power! Uh, We're playing this ninjutsu. I love this card. It just lets you draw another card. And it's one of my other favorite cards from this set. It's that really cool Electra that gives attack power for each uh, card you've played. But I don't have many of that value. But that that still would give her a five, which is enough to take out that hammerhead. But I could bribe him to two. But why when you have enough attack power to deal with it? So that five takes care of this hammerhead character. But I also have to knock out a recruit icon character, which is this agent here. And that lives me... I played a Marvel Knight, so I get another two recruit power. So that's four. That's six. What does that get me? Two threes? That works. And we have a two-value Electra and a six-value Daredevil. Nice. Well, that's an expensive-looking headquarters there. Oh, the headquarters is really cool because it looks like the helicarrier. It really does. <laughs> it does, exactly. It basically is the helicarrier where you lay out your five heroes. Okay, I have one attack power. Oh, man, that was like my recent hand. That's why Oh, scheme happy. twist. So, five bystanders. I'm going to actually take from the bystander deck this time. One, two, three, four, five. But we don't have any goblin queens in place, so nope. we're good. So those are goblins, each value of two attack power, so... Okay, now you need to do the thing where you reveal the top card of your deck. Okay, allow me to build my hand first. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Into my hand. Top card of my deck is zero. Son of a bitch! That hasn't worked yet! <laughs> it has. It has to be four or more, and then you can discard it. And I get a plus one recruit power for every time that happens. Uh It still only gives me a plus one because there's only two players, you and me. So since I can't attack, I will take my ten recruit power 
And, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. <laughs> She's excited. I'm going to take this. Wow, this. What? No, no. This. No. Oh, she's getting the eight value I'm Punisher. I'm going to get this eight value Punisher and I'm going to take this two value Electra. Wow. So replaced with a two value Electra and a five value Ghost Rider. Okay, I'm playing the villain card. It's a scheme twist. So good thing there's no Goblin Queens because holy crap. Mm. Oh, wait, that gets knocked out. Yeah. And I think that might be the last one. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I think we played all the scheme twists because we ran out of bystanders. Ooh. But we'll see, I guess. So that's 10 there, right? Yep. Wow. Okay. So Basically 20 attack to hit all of them at two each. I'm going to teleport this Nightcrawler because I can. He has uh, two recruit power, so that'll come in useful maybe in my next hand. Uh, I'm going to draw a card using that hey, uh, Electra. All right. I'm going to reveal the top card of the villain deck. The value is 4, which gives him a 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I'm going to take out one goblin and hit the mastermind. Ooh. So I'm going to reveal one of his tactics. Fight. Each other player puts all zero cards from their discard pile on top of their deck in any order. On top of the deck? So, yeah. Each other player puts all zero cards from their discard pile on top of their deck. So when you draw cards, you're going to get zero value cards is the plan. Well, shit. Ooh, and I have four recruit. So I'll actually get that. So he's half hit points now. Do I want to recruit? Yes, I want that uh, that cool Electra that lets you draw cards. I really enjoy that because it builds up to my Sae Blades attack. I love that ability. That's a good combo. Oh, that's just not fair. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, because basically my next turn is going to suck ass. Yeah, because anything you draw... Okay. It's, it's going to be five stupid cards and maybe one good yeah, one. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, can't bother that. I have this, where if I have another one of... So, okay. Is... I think this is one of those critical hit things. So if you play oh, okay. instinct card and you play a covert card, I can't do you get that. that thing. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, yeah, it requires both. And this one was draw a card, but I can't do that because I know that the other card's going to be fucking zero. Yep. Such <sighs> a useless shit. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and get rid of this guy. So I, one, well, I can use those two and then I can get rid of this useless card at this point so, okay you defeated the goons and ko'd one of your troopers yep and then i have a whole four recruit power which leaves me almost nothing to do i'll take a maria hill nice got my hand built uh let's see what we have here reveal the top card of your deck if it's zero nope it is not i don't have much in the way of attack power but at least i can do something oh i haven't played a villain card yet have i more goons. Probably the wise thing to do is to get rid of some of those goblins. What do you think? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to use my Nightcrawler and two troopers to have attack value of four to take out two of these bystanders. One of them is a reporter, so I get to draw a card. Uh, I'm going to play her to draw another card. <laughs> ah, here we go. Reveal the top card of the villain deck. 
the value is four, so that gives him a tech value of six. Sweet. So let's take out another three of those guys, shall we? Let us do that. One, two, three. We're down to four. Four. That's pretty damn good. Yep. Nothing special in the bystander pile, just standard bystanders. Standard bystanders. Yep. I've still got four recruit. I played a covert character, so I get another two. So I have six. I can get that daredevil. Ooh, I actually like this card a lot. So I'm going to get the six value Electra, the one that gives me the bonus to attack power. To be replaced by a five value Ghost Rider. Nice. I'm liking Electra in this one. Mm-hmm. Punisher's pretty sweet too. In fact, I haven't been yeah. disappointed in one of the characters yet. So this guy becomes active. Villain. He does not have ambush. Nope. I have a whole two attack power, so take out one of these bystanders. Bye. And it's just a boring normal one. Yeah. And then you have to wait till you draw your hand. Oh yeah, I teleported that uh, nightcrawler over there, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Am I revealing the top card as yep. usual? It is a six. Yes. Okay. So I discard that. Yes, and I get a plus one. So that's three, four, five, six recruit power. I am taking this daredevil, damn it. Sweet. Replaced with a lowly two power ghost rider. Yes. Build top card of your deck. If it's zero, discard it. It is not. If I played a tech character, draw a card. <laughs> Build the top card of the film deck. <laughs> it's just a mere one, so that's attack value of three. That gives me attack value of four. Oh yeah, I can add this teleported guy to my hand. Uh, so I'm gonna take out, ooh, I'd have to KO a hero, wouldn't I? Ooh, I could KO when I played, couldn't I? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna take out those goons and let's see what I have recruit value wise. I played a Marvel Knight. In fact, I played two, three Marvel Knights. So that gives me two, four, Oh, wait, I can draw a card with this character. Never mind. Draw a card. Boom. Draw a card. Boom. Holy crap. Okay, here we go. Whew. Okay, so what have I played? What haven't I played yet? Great. Okay. <laughs> As Brandy silently waits until tomorrow. So yeah, this is... Uh, okay, so... How many Marvel Knights have I played so far? One, two, three, four, five. So that's two recruit power, two recruit power... Two recruit power and two recruit power. So how many is that? Holy shit. So that's four, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen if I wanted. I don't think I could get anything for fourteen. So twelve. Actually, you could. Oh, yeah. Two I could plus get an eight seven and a five. plus five. So fourteen. So I'd get this eight and this five because that'd give me thirteen. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. Now, the big one. I'm going to play my Sai Blades. So that's four attack power. Plus, that's five, six, seven, eight. So that's enough to take out Bullseye. When I do that, I can KO one of my heroes with a recruit icon and one of your heroes with an attack icon. So your lowly foot soldiers, basically. Yeah, if I can have any in this, which I don't. So... I'm going to get rid of, ooh, where'd they go? Okay, I'm going to get rid of that Punisher and that Punisher. 
Oh wait, ones are okay. They don't have either. Okay, I gotta think about this. Maybe I boo booed. Okay, that's a recruit one, and I have to get rid of attack one, right? Yep. I'll get rid of this attack one. Holy smokes! Look at the KO pile. It's gone nuts. Yep. But hey, I cleared out this thing. Okay, and this guy goes in for you. Right. So you have goons now. I have goons now. I get a plus one for each hero I play during this turn that costs one or two. That doesn't help me. <laughs> I make KO a villain for my victory pile. If I do, I get plus three attack. Well, that's just fine. Because I don't care about the fucking victory pile. Yeah. So funny. So that's a five. That's a five. Holy crap. And that's a four. So 14 total. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to take two of these. Okay. So that's four. Oh my gosh. And going and after then, the mastermind. Duh. Brandy's going after the mastermind. So what's his tactic? Uh, each other player without a mastermind tactic in their victory pile gains a wound. Well, you have one, so we are good, yep. bitches. We're all good. We so, are fine. I have six recruit power, so I will take this. Wait. <laughs> She's looking at the five value punisher. I like this one. Sweet. This Ghost Rider one, because I love that KOing a villain from your pile to get plus three to attack. Yeah, since we're not really being that competitive, so yeah. There's a roly-poly cat. Okay, I'm drawing a villain card. It is Bullseye again. So he enters the city. Now we only take need to take out the Mastermind one more time to win. Yep. So the question is, can I get that kind of attack power? So... Reveal the top card of my deck. It is not a zero. Um, teleport, why not, for the heck of it? No, I don't want to teleport him yet. Okay, actually, uh, no, no. Okay, so that give me attack value five. That give me... Oh, wait, I should have played that one first. Oh, well. I have one, two, six, seven attack power. No, 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 no. I'm going to just do the six attack power... To take out this bullseye and then KO your heroes with a recruit and an attack icon. So boom and boom. And that leaves me not, not much else to do. So I guess that was my turn. This is going to get interesting. Villain card? Villain card. It is Tombstone. You can bribe him apparently. I don't care. Um, <laughs> you don't care you can bribe him. I don't care. So I get to play this Electra draw card. It's a covert card. It is not. Oh, no. There are separate abilities, remember? You can draw a card, period. Right. And then if it you ha you play a covert card... Yeah, well, it doesn't help me either way. Yeah. Really. Now, reveal cards from the hero deck until you have revealed two cards with the same value. You get plus one for each card revealed this way. The whole hero deck? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is going to take a little while. There we go. Nope, three and three. There, no, there was a three earlier. Oh, I thought they had to be back-to-back. -back. No, no, no. Just okay. in two. Just at Read least there's two. Reveal cards from the hero deck until you have revealed two cards with the same value. That doesn't okay. mean in a so row. Three, one, six, four, eight, three. Yeah. And then you can put them on the bottom of the deck in random order. So that gives me a plus one for each card revealed that way. So that makes this a six. Seven, eight, nine. Attack. Ugh, okay, that's no. an unusual ability. That one confuses the heck out of no, me. No, 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 no. I forgot I had this one. KO a villain from my victory pile. Okay. Get plus three. I'm way confused by that ability. Still, that one where you shuffle through the hero deck. I'd have to look at that closer. 
I read it to you exactly yeah. as it is. Well, my reading or my listening comprehension is not the best. Reveal cards from the hero deck. Okay. Until you have revealed two cards with the same value. Okay, then what? Then you get plus one attack for each card revealed this way. Okay, so why don't they just say you get plus two attack? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because the person who writes these is fucked in the head, yeah, okay? Yeah, that's... That it seems overly complicated for what it gets you. Okay, so shush. I get 5 plus 6 is 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 attack. Well, Mastermind, it's been fun, but I'm afraid you have to go now. Uh, choose any number of wounds from your hand and discard pile. The player to your right gains them. I have no wounds, and we win! We win! We own. We fared like half and half. I took out two masterminds. You took out two masterminds. Yep. You took out way more goblins slash bystanders. And we only let one goblin queen escape. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's like 25%. Or 75%. So if you want to degrade us. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot a lot of these higher value cards uh-huh. are fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I Just the six value Electra, I had the funnest type with. Because I'd play those draw card Electras, mm-hmm. which are like two or one. Like if you do a first strike as well. And you can just build up a bunch of pluses to your attack. And well, that's how I got that 14. And that, again, that's the same thing with this... Five value Ghost Rider. He's only a plus two attack, but if you KO a villain from your victory pile, it's another plus three, so that makes him a five. Mm-hmm. And yeah, good times. That's the Blazing Hellfire attack. Yep. Another favorite card of mine is the Punisher, where you reveal the villain. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there was another scheme twist. What would we do? We ran out of bystanders. We, we did, indeed. I guess you'd have to dig some out of your victory pile. I suppose you would. So, So, yeah, I approve of the Dark City. I think that was one of our funnest. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, and it did have some tense moments. We did have some villains escape, and that time there were ten goblins in the the mix. Thankfully, we didn't have any goblin queens in the city at the time until later. Because her value was 17 at one point. And that's the funny thing, is we had, like, all the goblin queens at the beginning. Yeah. And then none at the end when we kept getting scheme twists. So yeah. it actually worked out okay. Yeah. Very cool. So I approve. That was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, sorry if you were bored. <laughs> oh, it's like some people like to listen to game, you know, game plays, game reviews, that sort of thing. Yeah. And if hopefully you, you did too. If you don't like it, you can skip to the end. Which this is. Which this is. So... Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with another episode in, I guess, another two weeks or so. Because this pretty much was the length of an episode. Yeah, I figured it would be. Yep. So, yeah, an hour and a half of entertainment. But, yeah, we were explaining rules at the same time. So, and now we have to resort everything. Yep, but that's fun, too, because I get a sick thrill out of organizing. Yep, she's already organized the heroes. Probably want my deck of heroes, don't you? Gimme. Okay. Give me, give me so, those. Yeah, we don't, you don't have to listen to us clean up. So, thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And uh, bye. Bye. All right, that was us playing cards. Yep. <laughs> Any shout outs to you? Uh, I didn't prepare one, sorry. That's fine. I don't really have one either. How about shout outs to 
All the lady directors of Jessica Jones. Yep. We're enjoying the series so far. Very much. It's made me cry a couple of times. Yeah, it's nice to get more or even more into Jessica Jones's backstory. Yeah, because basically all we got was the whole Kilgrave thing, which is fine. Yep. But as I told you in a conversation yesterday, season one of Jessica Jones was great, but it was so hard on me emotionally. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because I am extremely empathetic. Right. And that poor woman, yes. while she was under Kilgrave's influence for, what, years? Mm -hmm. Being systematically raped, forced to kill people, forced to steal, whatever. Yep. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. It is, you know, I don't blame her for drinking all the time. I do not. Yep. And there's a really great moment in the second season, which is another survivor of Kilgrave's and how he recognizes Jessica Jones for what she did. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it brings you to tears. It's that kind of, you know, that one survivor to another is like, you know, yeah. I recognize you for what you've done. Yeah. I was in the precinct that day. Yeah. I had a gun to my head. And I still, you know, I used to have nightmares about it until you broke that fucker's neck, essentially. Yeah. He didn't say that verbatim, yeah. but <laughs> but yeah, we are enjoying the second series of Jessica Jones. Yeah, we're getting deeper information and I, I'm really appreciating it. She is the most compelling of the Marvel Knights, you know, the Defenders. I agree. Because her story is so involved. Yeah, it's like you look at the rest of them, Daredevil, okay, yeah, yeah. he's blind and he lost his dad and... Uh, you look at uh, Iron Fist. Don't have any sympathy for you, guy. Yeah. Um, you look at Luke Cage. Luke Cage. And, yeah, yeah. Fault, you know, being imprisoned for a crime he didn't commit. You know, there's things yeah. you can sympathize for there. Yeah, but then you take Jessica Jones and you're like, oh, hell no. And She's tougher like, than all y'all. And the more you find out that happened to her, the more shitty her life seems. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, no wonder you, you're messed up. Well, the thing is, is that she still chooses to live. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. she can end it if she wants to. She could easily end it. And she doesn't have to be a private eye. No. You know, there's other things she could do, but it's still, she's in this situation where she can actually help people. Even though she weird puts way. up this front. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, it's mostly going to be about taking pictures of, you know, people in affairs or whatever, mm -hmm. like what most private eyes do. But then yeah. there's those moments where like, oh, no, this is a real case. We're going to follow it through. So, Yeah. Thumbs up to the lady directors of Jessica Jones. And a lot of episodes written by women, too. Yeah, that, too. And the series was created by a woman. Yep. So, yay, women! Represent. Represent. Which makes me all the more angry at the Gem and the Holograms movie. Don't start with me here. Yeah, they dropped the ball on that one. I'm just not even going to. Yep. Go so, um, next time... Planners? Stuff, yeah, we're going <laughs> to spend the entire main topic on planners. No, we could do it in an obsession. Yeah. We'll find something else You to think talk I about. can't talk about planners for 45 minutes? You, I fucking can. You probably could. Yeah. Hmm. So that doesn't even start. Because there's been a while since we had one that you definitely, like, spearheaded. Yeah, no, it's okay. We'll so, talk about it we'll in obsessions. All right. Uh, until next time. Have just
just listened to the Dark Corner Podcast, hosted by Brandy and David Jacola. Find us and other fine podcasts at strangeanddeadly.com. Send any feedback to thedarkcornerpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at darkcornercast. You can also like the Dark Corner Podcast page or join the Dark Corner Podcast group on Facebook. The intro and outro music is Artificial Nocturne Love Thy Brother Remix by Metric. The dark track featured on the podcast was either submitted directly or offered for free by the artist or the artist's representatives. No infringement of copyright is intended. If you enjoy the show, please rate us and leave a review on iTunes. If nothing else, then to let us know that you're out there listening. Now we return you into the light. Until next time, peace and love. Like shadows in a stranger's dream.